genre. The Doctor's Companion presents Doctor Who The Long Way Round, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Nick Jimenez. And I'm Scott Corelli. And today on the show, we'll be discussing The Idiot's Lantern, The Tenth Doctor's Seventh Story. Yay. Oh, <laughs> I know what a story it was. The um, year was 1953. Yes. <laughs> the town, London. So, uh, uh, Mark Gatiss had, uh, he, he wrote this one and, uh, he's responsible for this. And, uh, uh, he had previously, of course, scripted The Unquiet Dead from series one and would go on to script many, many a Doctor Who in the future. Uh, one of the only writers, if not the only writer who continued from the, from the Russell T Davies era into the Moffat era, Moffat himself, notwithstanding. Might um, be. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I guess it must be nice to be Mark Gatiss and have, uh, friends in high places. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so here's the, here's the head of the bank, the iron bank, Scott. That's true. That is true. Um, so, uh, uh, so Davies, uh, when he, uh, created the treatments for series two, um, you know, he actually presented Gatiss with a historical adventure, uh, that he was calling Mr. Sandman. And, uh, the idea was that it would be take place in the 1950s, um, with an alien intelligence existing within a contagious song. Um, oh. those infected by the melody would become faceless creatures. That was it. That was the idea. Um, and the song was going to be, I think, Mr. Sandman, um, <laughs> So the first thing that happened basically was that uh Gatiss um you know was looking at the at the 50s and was trying to figure out this uh this song idea but it turned out that the idea of a living song didn't really translate sufficiently into television uh which of course is a visual medium so instead he adapted the uh, concept from uh a song to television itself and uh he decided to change the uh uh the uh contagious song to a program that um the whole world was watching or at least England was uh which was uh the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II in 1953 um which I just need to point out that uh Queen Elizabeth was queen became queen 10 years prior to Doctor Who premiering and she is still queen to this day. That is Isn't that terrifying. crazy? That is insane. Um, that is completely insane. Wow. Um, so anyway. Uh, yeah. So, you know, he was using, you know, this, this, uh, this event, the coronation, um, actually did, 
uh, instigate a, a substantial upsurge in the number of British households that owned television sets. So he seemed like this. It seemed like this was like a perfect, uh, a perfect event to use for the story that he was trying to tell. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. So that's uh. That's basically what um. What this was. You know. Uh. The the idea. Was that you know he wanted to write a story where the TV was sucking people's faces, um, and he and he did. That's it. I mean, that's there's nothing. There's no. There's no other interesting bits in this uh, in this particular story. Like that's kind of it. He changed it from radio to TV. Uh, the coronation of Elizabeth instead of Mister Sandman. Did, instead of Mister Sandman. Did Gatiss write that? That Sandman one that we hated, that we all hated from uh, Capaldi's run. No, I don't think so. The one where it's just like, oh, it's all a dream or whatever. You know, yeah, what I'm the found footage one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forget who him? wrote that one. No, I don't think so. Was it? I don't know. Who, what was that one called? I don't. Know. I don't remember. I'm Doctor looking it who up. Found footage. That's, that's what I'm searching for as well. Uh, we're uh, so sleep alike. no more. Sleep was the no name more. of the episode. And it was written by, yeah, Mark Gatiss. You're right. Cast knows. Cast Cast knew. Came back around. How did I know? Don't remember loving that one either. I will say this though. No, that episode was terrible. If you put me, if if you set this episode in front of me, next to Sleep No More or The Curse of the Black Spot, you know what I mean? I'll be all. No, 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 no. I will take Pirates over this. Really? Yes. See, I, I think I would pick this over Curse of the Black Spot. Yeah. No, I'm with Cass on that one. Um, uh, I'm gonna. I'll play Monarch's Advocate for on on this. One. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. This is. Uh, this isn't. I don't know that this is quite my least favorite Mark Gatiss episode, but it's it's down there. It's the the first half of this isn't that bad. Um, except I, for the 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 smug. I don't know. I don't think that I. I don't think I can quite split it in half i think i think my problem with it is like i like the aesthetic of it mm. like mm-hmm. i like the aesthetic of the wire like like the are you sitting comfortably like yeah. and like that yeah. that sort of like tv sound was really cool but then every time that she would say i'm hungry oh, or yeah, feed no, me, i want to i want to blow my brains out um i hate it i hate it so much it's so annoying like it's that's, that, that's, that's it's the- not it's it's not scary gatus it's annoying mm-hmm. like it's just annoying that's it's, it. It's it's the it's the quintessence of what often doesn't work about this era. As as much as we we laud it, and it's one of our favorite eras of the show. There are, there's a lot of moments that are very silly when they're supposed to be scary. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, this plot is just Batman Forever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. yeah really. <laughs> if, I, if I was breaking this down, like in 2006, Nick. Measured his Doctor Who episodes like in three in three like measurements. It uh-huh. was do I do I like the setting? Do I like the Doctor and the companion in this episode? And do I like the story? Yeah. And I remember in two thousand and six, like this was like two out of three, where I enjoyed just like the world of like the coronation and everyone getting excited about it and like oh this is cool. I don't hate Doctor and Rose in this. 
Mm-hmm. They're they're hot. Let them have fun. I'd probably act that way too if I looked like either of them. <laughs> I, I hate them so much. I think they're I, there's just they want they make my skin crawl. Like d- just the moment where he like you hear like an engine revving inside the TARDIS and then he comes out in a scooter. I'm just like, dude, like don't act like you're driving a motorcycle, you idiot. Like <laughs> just I hate it so much. I hate both of them so much. They're so smug. That bit where she tells that guy that only an idiot would hang the Union Jack upside down and then does that stupid smirk thing. Ugh. Ugh. I don't know. I really like Rose putting the putting the putting the, the screws on people in this one. I maybe I just like Billy Piper. But I was I don't know. Yeah. I was into her like caper on about oh i hate i just i hate this i hate i hate when they're like extremely smug and this is like the most smug that they ever are is in this is that um, do you think that's the fault crazy. of them or do you think that's the fault of the script or like the director because like uh euro slin directed this yes yeah and normally i like most of the episodes that he directs but uh uh-huh. this is not good no no it's not um yeah i'm not i'm not sure honestly i'm not sure uh i just know that i hate it that's i don't know who to blame yeah i just i just hate it there's a lot of weird like dutch angles and like really uncomfortable push-ins on people's faces throughout this whole episode too and i'm just like yeah what's happening (laughs) i i will say one thing that i will say that i noticed this time and i think that it's not quite executed properly um, because I, I, I assume that this is a Euroslin thing because this feels like direction to me. Um, but I, one thing that I did notice that I, I liked in this that I wish was executed better was the father just being terrified. Like he's, he is so scared of everything that's happening. And the only thing that he knows how to deal with it is by yelling at people like, yeah. like <laughs> most ignorant men. Um, like this is what ignorant men do when they're terrified is they they because he's not smart enough to do anything so he just yells at people to stop doing things and he yeah. just takes the coward's way out because he's terrified all the time yeah and he exerts power over the few people that he can right right and it's and it's weird to me that like there's like this really great moment at the end of the episode where rose says uh you're clever enough to save the world so don't stop there oh no yeah. i hate that Oh, see, I I like that. I don't know. I like that a lot. I don't know. Well, like, I'm like I, I, really well, I guess proud it's about... of the... Yeah, go on, Cass. I'm I'm like really proud of the wife for like standing up and being like, "Hey, you're you're trash. Get out." And then like, <laughs> but I but then but then the episode doesn't present him as trash. They present him as it's terrified. Not, I, oh, I don't know. It's it's it's. He seemed yeah. There were a lot of scenes in where where like he seemed pretty like, I don't know. Like yeah, very like bullying and because uh, he's an idiot like he's (laughs) he's an idiot and he doesn't know how else to deal with the crazy stuff that he's dealing with in this episode and i'm not saying that he's like actually a good guy no he's he's an angry moron Mm -hmm. but they i feel like they were presenting him with like i feel like the script had nuance there that euros lynn just kind of pushed off the table and just told the guy to be a raging lunatic moron <laughs> where it's like no sane person would try and mend this relationship yeah to- I, I yeah i don't know like it just it felt 
it felt confused mm-hmm. you know, sure. in a way for sure. that, for sure it felt confused. that, that I, I didn't really like and, yeah. and not for nothing, but that line of, of you're clever enough to save the world. So don't stop there. I watching this right after father's day, yes. I couldn't help but draw a line there Yeah, of like her being like, don't let your dad go. Like, I know what that feels like. So just don't like, I, I yeah. know he's, a, I know he's an, I know he's an ass, but like, you can you can go and and he's still your dad like and I I, I was like I I don't know like I, I, I maybe it was just the one two punch of of those two episodes and so I was drawing lines that maybe aren't there I yeah, don't know and, and maybe that's why it's Rose who's giving him that advice because she has her perspective and her relationship with yeah. her dad that, yeah. that's informed her philosophy I do like that it wasn't no one ever asked the the wife to make that the, the wife is like get out I never want to see you again yeah yeah and and, and I'm totally fine with that for sure. But yeah, yeah be- because he's got his own stuff that he needs to deal with. But like that doesn't mean that his son should leave him too. Yeah, and like and 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 he's like and who knows what happens after he carries the yeah maybe that's that that small kindness that turns him around that he's yeah. able to be yeah. like well maybe I'll get a job. Yeah. Spouses aren't spouses don't have to be permanent, right? Like you know all things considered they should be right. I mean that's the that's the plan that's going the into point. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like that's that's definitely the plan going into it. But but they don't have to be permanent. But like your your father and a son, like a father and a son, that's that is, uh, or, or, you know, that's permanent. Like that's it's supposed to be anyway. And so like I like that she's like, yeah, no, like your mother like rightfully left your father, but he's still your father. Like you don't get to divorce him. So and if he's and if he turns out to be like a jerk still, then the son can be like, no, actually, I don't want you in my life. Forget right. where I live. Right. I don't know. Uh, I just I found myself seeing something there that I wish was better executed. And like I wish that's like, fair. There, were, there were there were like a couple of instances where it's like, oh man, this guy is just so scared. Like he's never had to deal with anything like this before. He's yeah, terrified. I, 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 he, I guess the scare didn't hit me as much as like him being like a bully. Yeah, and that's how it's always hit me every other time that I've seen this. It was just this time that I was like, oh man, this guy is just, he's so ignorant. Like, it, there was that line where he was like, you can forget that college things. You'll have to, you'll have to like roll up your sleeves and do, get some, get some, you know, work with your hands like a man and like that whole thing. And I was just like, he is so scared of everything changing around him. Mm-hmm. And then there's also this thing that's happening and like I don't know. Like I guess I just understood him as like he's not a good guy. It's just that I I saw like a like a third dimension to him I guess this time watching it that I was like you know, he's only a bully because he doesn't know what else to do because yeah. he's so freaking terrified of everything. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. He's like um like a like a like a like a you know, like a scared mongrel or something, you know, like just like all he's doing is striking out at people, but he's, it's because he feels cornered and he's terrified. And he yeah. doesn't know what to do, you know? Um, anyway, that's, that's how I viewed it. And I, and I, I, that was kind of the only thing that was like keeping me holding on during this because I was like, Oh, that's, that's new. I've never noticed that before. <laughs> that was the only thing that got me through this episode because, Oh man, this episode sucks. Um, <laughs> It's like so bad. There's like literally a scene in this that is just ripped off from the Rose episode where like the doctor is like walking through the 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 room with all the faceless people mm-hmm. and they're all like they they all start like moving toward him and I'm just like, "Oh, it's it's just that scene with the Autons and Rose where Rose was walking through the room with all the 
mannequins yeah. that she thinks mm-hmm. are mannequins, and then they all start coming toward her. And yeah, I was like, oh, it's just kind of like the same thing again. <laughs> I don't know. This episode sucks. <laughs> and it, and it's and it's that much more. It, it frustrates me because I really do like the aesthetic of it. Like I like Magpie Electronics. Like I think it's like a really cool aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's it's uh, I I think the idea of a of a monster using the coronation to like feed on people I think is really interesting. But I don't know what the ultimate message of the episode is. Like, I don't think there is one. Like, is the message, like, stop watching TV, you idiots? Which is so yeah. weird, because it's a television show. <laughs> right. The, yeah, and then, like, there's a part where the doctor's like, oh, I love telly, and the son's like, yeah, it's great. And he's like, yeah, you're awesome, kid. It, <laughs> it, it's funny to review this so closely after Father's Day, because that episode was all thesis and had a very clear, like, thing to say about being alive and humanity. And this is just, like, a romp. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not even fun. No, it's not even fun. And everything that is done in this is done better in other stories. Like using a television event as, uh, as a, as a, as a, you know, sort of like a a means to a story or like as a plot point, um, is used better in the, uh, uh, the, the season six opening two parter with the moon landing. Hmm. You know, like that's used better. The doctor climbing a tower to stop a bad guy was used better in the the Vampires of Venice. Like, <laughs> so what you're saying is Moffat learned from Gatiss's mistakes and just I made it so. better. <laughs> yeah, hmm. I think so. Interesting. <laughs> climbing a tower, eh? Oh man. Anyway, I I was <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Um. I just, uh, yeah, they're like, just, I don't know. I don't know. Also, um, the fifties are a weird time in England. It's kind of like this weird, like what, like, I don't know. Like there's nothing distinctive about the fifties in England. Like they were like, uh, like the doctor had his like pompadour thing and, uh, and, and Rose had her like, not a poodle poodle skirt. Mm -hmm. Um, and jean jacket, but like those are like, I mean, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but those are like those are Amer- those are definitely American fifties tropes, not England. Like England just feels like just the forties continued. Yeah, especially because it's like early fifties still. Yeah, I yeah, feel like the fifties didn't arrive to England until the sixties. This is when uh, this is when the Beatles were growing up, and they're listening to all that American blues music and riding on the bus. And yeah, I guess so. Watch yeah. the Crown. Yeah, the Crown's good. Yeah, that, I couldn't stop thinking about that while I was while yeah. I was watching this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just was thinking about the Crown the whole time, and I started thinking. I was like, "Do you think? Do you think the Crown will outlast Queen Elizabeth, or do you think Ca- Queen Elizabeth will outlive the Crown?" <laughs> Like a head in a jar, like Futurama. <laughs> no, I just mean uh-huh. no. Oh, I just oh, oh, I like, or like just, legacy. Like the yeah, show. Yeah, I just mean I mean I mean the show, The Crown, not the literal Crown. <laughs> I mean the show, The Crown on Netflix. <laughs> I'll always be well, queen. <laughs> well, eventually, eventually, the Disney Galaxy brain will absorb and erase the Netflix Galaxy brain, and I don't think it would even register the Queen because that's not an IP. That's. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I was asking a simple question. And I guess, it, yeah, 
<laughs> I don't know. The, the first one, I guess. I understood. I hope yeah, she stays I, alive out of spite. Like, <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. I just, I love the idea of like her outliving that show and the show just being like, well, now we don't have an ending right? because she did never died. She's like, ha, ha. it seems like the uh, it seems like the obvious ending to the crown is like the coronation of 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 I guess uh, Prince Charles. I guess. Well, well, they'll just keep reloading actresses. <laughs> or, maybe, or maybe they'll bring people back. Maybe they'll come back with Claire, old Claire Foy. How metal would that be? They oh like my God. just like they just loop back around. That'd oh. be crazy. Um. But yeah, I mean, I guess the show would end with the. I mean, the the thought process going into it is probably the coronation of of Prince Charles to King Charles, I guess. But <laughs> Queen Elizabeth would have to die, would have to die first, and I don't know that she's ever going to. Uh, she's still queen. Yep. Uh, it's been sixty seven years. Whoa, yeah. really? 53 to... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 67 years. She's still queen. Insane. Um, anyway, that's that's all I could think about while uh, watching this, which is like, hmm, I wonder which which one dies first. Is it the queen or the crown? <laughs> I don't know. The, the bad thing about that, though, is like the episode's already bad, but it's just like, oh, I'd rather be watching The Crown right now. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Extremely true. Um, extremely true. Anyway, all right. Um, so oh, yeah. that's, uh, that's The Idiot's Lantern. And I know that I know that you guys like the next episode, but like this, it, this we? is like, huh? Do we? I thought you do. No, the, the impossible uh, planet and the oh, Satan oh, pit. Oh, 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 yes. I thought you meant like yeah. the next one on our schedule, and I was like, oh, oh. no, 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 not on, not on our schedule. I'm talking about the uh, oh. the next tenth Doctor yeah, one because like um, I, for me, this is like this is like a run of like the worst. This is like my least favorite run of episodes. Mm. Is like starting with Rise of the Cybermen and then all the way through Fear Her because it's oh, just God. like oh, it's it's like Rise of the Cybermen, Age of Steel, Idiot's Lantern, Impossible Planet, Satan Pit, Love and Monsters, and Fear Her. Oh, like Love it's and just Monsters is good right up until the monster shows up. Y- yeah, but then it's also like not a Doctor Who episode. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it, it it's fine as like a self standing thing, but like I don't know that it makes a particularly good Doctor Who episode. Um, so it's just like, it's just like a run of like blah episodes. Um, this was a very depressing time to be watching this show. Um, so like the only thing that was getting me through it was that I liked David Tennant so much, but, uh, man. Yeah. So anyway, that's fair. We're on it for me. I'm interested this to is- revisit impossible planet Satan pit. Cause I do, I did enjoy it last time I walked or watched yeah. through Dr. Who like this yeah i know nick does too i'm i'm interested in revisiting it i'm hoping that i get something more out of it than i have every other time i've watched it Mm. um but we'll see i guess i don't know um anyway we'll find out yeah yeah uh but we won't be talking about that next time uh instead we're going to be talking about another two-parter the hungry earth and cold blood Mm -hmm. yeah um, Silurian two-parter from uh, series five. I'm, uh, I'm Chris looking, Chibnall. I'm looking forward to watching a Chibnall episode after we have a whole season of Chibnall in our pocket. Um, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. I like Silurians. They're silly. 
Yeah, I like Salerians. I don't like Salerians as much as Moffat likes Salerians, but yeah. <laughs> uh. uh, what if a Salerian was a woman in the eighteen hundreds? <laughs> And she had a gang, and everyone wondered why we kept returning to them. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, anyway, um, it's the same actress too. It's a different Silurian, but it's the same actress, isn't it? I think so. Play- playing like Queen of the Silurians in this or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I guess more on that next time, and uh, we will be back next time with uh, yeah that Silurian two-parter. Good night and good luck, everyone. Long live the Silurians. (laughs) 